You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, episode 36. Today, I'm going to give you the three key activities that drive real revenue in your business. If you're not spending your time on these every day, then chances are you're losing money and you're not making as much as you could be. That's coming up next, so stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Before we jump into the show today, I've got to give a shout out to our featured listener of the week at Taz7Blue, who says, Courtney is the real deal. She cares immensely about helping entrepreneurs work effectively without the burdens of chronic stress and self-doubt. She's faced these dragons herself, and she's committed to helping others overcome them. Wow. Thank you so much for saying this. This means a lot to know that what I'm doing here on the show and in our company is helping entrepreneurs like you slay these dragons too. That's what we're on a mission to do because, hey, the less time and energy you spend fighting these dragons, the more time and energy you have to do the things you love and have more freedom in your life. So do me a favor if you would, Taz, and DM me your mailing address over on Instagram at Courtney Elmer underscore so my team can put a little something special in the mail to you to say thank you for being one of our loyal listeners. And remember, for you listening, When you leave us a five-star review after this episode, you'll get the chance to be featured as our next listener of the week, and I'll give you a shout-out right here on this show. Now, speaking about slaying dragons, have you ever felt frustrated by your inability to generate consistent money in your business? If you have, you're not alone. In fact, if you're like most, figuring out how to bring money into your business consistently can really be a struggle. Some months are up, some months are down, some months you think you're making it and things are growing and then bam, the next month clients cancel contracts. You make less sales and you start to wonder if you're really cut out for entrepreneurship. Or maybe you've laid awake in bed at night wondering how on earth today's most influential entrepreneurs do it. How do they make multiple six figures a month? How do they go out and create seven figure launches and make it look so easy? Well, today, I'm going to show you the three key activities you need to focus on if you want to start making real money in your business. See, most entrepreneurs focus on everything but these three activities that I'm going to give you here today, which keeps them stuck and struggling, and it causes them to feel discouraged. And sadly, some give up altogether, and I don't want that to happen to you. Making money in your business is a lot easier than you might think. It all boils down to tracking a few metrics and noticing if they're trending up or if they're trending down. If they're trending down, good, not to worry, because these metrics are simply an indicator of where you're spending your time. The more time you spend on these activities, the more these metrics will trend upward, which is what you want, and you'll start to see that reflected in your bank account. Look, I can relate all too well to the struggle of working at your max and still not making the kind of money you want to make. And if you go down this road for too long, it reaches a certain point where you feel frustrated at the lack of freedom that you have in your business. You feel like your hands are tied, which if I had to guess, freedom was probably one of the reasons you started your business in the first place. Am I right? I would also guess that money 
is a means to that end, to that freedom that you're looking for. And this is the first thing that I want you to understand here. I'm going to bend your mind a little bit. I encounter a lot of entrepreneurs who don't hold money as one of their highest values. And it's no wonder that they're not making more of it. And that gets us into a whole other conversation about the labels people assign to money and the desire of money and make it mean all kinds of things about themselves. For example, if I want money, that means I'm a bad person. That means I'm greedy because money isn't everything or money is evil or all of these other things people say about money. So what do people do? They need money to grow their business, but in their mind, they label the pursuit of money as bad. And it creates this inner conflict that prevents them from being able to make money in their business. And the money that they do make is a struggle to make. So what I want you to understand is that the real issue is not whether money is good or bad. The only thing that really matters is that you understand that there are two types of values. There are means values and there are end values. Means values are exactly what they sound like. They're a means to an end. They allow you to achieve whatever it is you ultimately want to achieve. End values are the things that you want to achieve. So for example, freedom is a value that a lot of entrepreneurs hold for themselves. Maybe they've walked away from their nine to five, or they left their corporate life behind in order to have a business and a lifestyle that provided them more freedom, freedom of time to spend with their family or the people they love, freedom financially to be able to do more of the things they want to do, including giving back and helping others. Freedom is typically an end value. It is the end goal. Money, on the other hand, is usually a means value. It's a means to that end, to that freedom. Are you with me? You see where I'm going with this, right? If money then is a means to an end, a means to achieving something you value that's even greater, a means to achieving your bigger vision, and when you begin to see it as such, it helps remove the internal conflict. It's not a matter of money being good or bad. It's a matter of money being a tool, a key to unlock your greater desires, the greater things you value, freedom, impact, connection, helping others, transforming lives. Money just helps you do more of that. If we can agree on that, then let's keep going. Because following this line of thinking, if money is a tool that's going to help you achieve these ultimate things that you value, then wouldn't you like to know how to start making more of it in a way that feels good and not icky or slimy or sleazy? If you answered yes to that, then listen closely to what I'm saying right now. The degree to which you focus on these three key activities I'm going to give you is the degree to which your bank account will grow. Plain and simple. And the degree to which your bank account grows is the degree to which you'll be able to have the impact, the influence, and the freedom you want to have in the world and in your life. Think for a second about the wealthiest people you know. It's not the wealth that's good or bad, is it? 
It's not the wealth that makes the person. It's about what these people choose to do with their wealth. There are many, many people in the world who use their wealth for good, who single-handedly fund schools, who fund medical research, nonprofit organizations, outreach missions, and more. Wealth is simply a tool in the hands of the person using it. Because just as often, wealth can be used for selfish purposes. And chances are, you've seen that happening too. So now that you understand that money is just money and wealth is just wealth, and it is what you do with that money and that wealth that matters, let's dive into the three key activities you need to spend the majority of your time on so you can create true wealth and use that wealth for a greater good. Because I'm going to go ahead and assume that if you're listening to this, you're the kind of person who would use that wealth for good of this much, I am certain. Okay, so key activity number one is, how are you sourcing new leads? Leads are the lifeblood of your business. But you know what? I bet you didn't get into business to help leads, did you? You got into business to help people. The problem is, when we start to label people as things like leads, we lose our connection to them. We see this happening a lot in the entrepreneurial world. So even though, yes, we use these terms in business to describe certain elements or aspects of business, I want you to start replacing these labels with names as often as you can. You probably have an ideal client avatar, right? You've heard you need one. Maybe you've created one. Maybe you haven't. But you know what really gets me? The word avatar. I mean, come on. I get why people call it this, of course, but It's meant as a representation of your ideal client's character or persona, what makes them them. But do you really care about helping an avatar? Or do you care about helping Stephanie or Mark or Diane or Brittany? Do you care about sourcing an audience full of avatars or an audience full of people with names and faces who need and who want your help? So, yeah, you need leads. But what you need more are people. Think about that. How does it feel to just replace the word lead with the word person, or even better, that person's name? It humanizes it more, doesn't it? The more connected you can stay to your ideal client, your ideal person who you can help, the more magnetic you'll become. The more that person will be attracted to you. You know why? Because they'll feel seen. They'll feel heard. They'll feel understood. Now, if you aren't out there connecting with people, how do you expect anyone to know what you do and how you help them? If you're spending all your time trying to nail your messaging and figure out your social media strategy and hiring experts to help you create your core values and your mission statement as a company, when are you connecting with your ideal clients? In the time left over? I don't think so. You already know how that works. That's like saying you'll work out in the time you have left at the end of the day. There's either A, never enough time left, or B, you're so tired from working all day that you skip your workout altogether or maybe settle for a walk around the block and just chalk it up as your workout. You have to focus on your clients first. What are you doing right now to capture their attention and invite them into your community, into your world? And more importantly, how are you tracking the number of new people joining your community? Are you looking at your landing page views and tracking your conversions to your email list? Or are you obsessing over the follower count on your Instagram, which is a vanity metric that has zero effect 
on the bottom line of your business? Do you care more about the podcast downloads you're getting than you do about your email list growth? You don't own your social media followers. You don't own your podcast listeners. The platforms you use own those. So this is the first key metric because if the people you're spending all your time trying to reach and even spending money on ads to reach aren't converting, they aren't signing up for your free stuff, they aren't opting in to your email list, we have a problem. Because without traffic, without people, you won't be able to create the impact and influence you want. And you'll have a really hard time with key activity number two, which is how are you generating sales? Again, if you're spending the bulk of your time doing all the busy work in your business and creating graphics in Canva and fine-tuning your sales pages, and unless you have an automated funnel mechanism in place for marketing and capturing it and converting those leads into sales or as I prefer to say, those people into clients, how do you expect to make money in your business? I'm not saying that posting on social media or redoing your website or learning how to write the best copy or running Facebook ads or doing podcast interviews or doing live videos isn't important. What I'm saying is those things are not as important as generating sales in your business. Because as the saying goes, a business without customers is a hobby. And sure, the argument could be made that figuring out how to write the best email subject line will help more people open your emails and see what it is you're selling, which will increase your likelihood of them buying. But will it really? At the end of the day, are they buying from you because you write good email subject lines or because what you offer solves a problem in their life? Remember this, your customers, your people aren't buying your product or service because they want to take another course or because they want to have another planner to fill out every day. They're buying happiness. They're buying what they feel will bring them that happiness by solving a painful problem in their life. When you get that, when you really get that, you'll stop worrying so much about how your Instagram feed looks and you'll start focusing your attention on sales, which will ultimately help you fulfill your mission to help more people. And it's a win-win. Customers are the lifeblood of your business because they create income for you. And that income allows you to achieve your bigger vision faster, freedom, and impact. Your product, your service creates ultimate happiness for your people by solving a problem. Their purchase creates happiness for you by helping you get one step closer to your bigger vision. Chances are I'm not telling you anything you haven't heard before. But when you walk away from this episode today, you're going to think about these things differently. It's no longer just leads and sales. It's about helping the people you're here to help who in turn will help you. For so many years in my business, I focused on everything but sales. I kept saying the money will come, the money will come, and the money did come, but not until I started focusing on it. And many experts will try and tell you that if you keep doing the work, the money will come. Yet, How many entrepreneurs are out there working as hard as they can and making no money? How many overworked, underpaid entrepreneurs out there are going out of business because they can't financially support their dream? They're in debt. Their credit cards are maxed out. They can't seem to figure out how to make ends meet. Don't be fooled by those people who try and tell you that if you just keep working hard, you'll see the results. If you keep working hard on the wrong things, all you're going to see is failure. And I certainly don't want that for you. And I'm pretty confident you don't want that either. It's not hard work that causes success. 
It's working on the right activities and developing the right frame of mind to create success. Can you think of a successful entrepreneur you look up to? Maybe someone you follow on Instagram, maybe an influencer you've admired for a while, who works less than you and makes more money than you. It's really easy to fall into the mistake of thinking that, well, it's just because they've been at this longer than I have, or because they have a bigger team than me, or because they have more financial resources than me. This isn't the case at all. Yeah, maybe they have those things, but isn't it also true that they were in the exact same place as you are at one point in their business journey too? How do you think they got to where they are, overworking themselves until one day they got lucky and it all clicked? No, they discipline themselves to focus on the things that drive real revenue in their business. And they ignored the shiny objects and the vanity metrics that most entrepreneurs chase. They focus their time and attention on tracking these metrics and figuring out how to continually improve them over time. So the question here is, are you going to cultivate the same discipline? To commit to focusing on these key metrics and ignoring all the other shiny objects that come your way. If your answer is yes, then listen closely because there's one more key activity I'm going to give you that is really critical here. And this one is completely different than the others. And while the two we've covered are critical for your long-term success, this third piece here will determine how successful you are at activities one and two. Because activity three is the very thing that will influence your ability to make money. And it has nothing to do with money at all, yet everything to do with it at the same time. Because key activity number three is learning to be a master at managing your energy. I don't mean energy in the woo-woo sense. I mean it as the lifeblood of the human, you, who happens to be the driver of your business. If you aren't operating at peak performance, how can you expect your business to operate at peak performance? If you aren't protecting your energy, who will? Your energy is the bedrock of your business. Think of it like soil. If your soil is all fertile and rich and nourished and well watered, what kind of crop will that soil be able to produce? But if your soil is dry and parched and drained of all nutrients, what kind of crop will it produce then? And what will it cost your business in the long run, thinking out six months from now, or even a year from now, if you drain yourself dry trying to grow your business? How can your business thrive if you are barely surviving? The only thing that overworking yourself accomplishes is you running yourself and your business into the ground. It is the opposite of what our rise and grind culture teaches us. I get that. And it's also been the critical key to my success as an entrepreneur. I work less now and make more money now than I ever have before. I work about 20 hours a week on average. So fast forward six months from now and look back. What becomes possible for you when you're a strong, healthy, more energized and well-rested version of yourself? What becomes possible in your business? How are you able to show up Differently, And more importantly, how are you able to connect with your ideal people differently than you are right now? And how does that impact your ability to grow an audience full of people who need and want your help? Do you see how it comes full circle? These three key activities, becoming a master manager of your energy, continually sourcing new leads by connecting with your ideal person 
and continually generating sales by showing your ideal person how you can help them and tracking these metrics over and over and over, over time, all help you make more money in your business, which in turn helps you fulfill your bigger vision and create the lifestyle of freedom, impact, and influence that you truly value. And if you're not sure of where to start when it comes to learning how to identify what the high payoff activities are in your business and how to implement these elements, I've got your back because every business is a little bit different, which is why inside of our masterclasses and our programs, we help you take this one step deeper so you can identify where your time and your energy and your resources are best invested to drive real revenue and customize a plan to help you focus on those activities so you can ignore those shiny objects and know which ones are not important, the ones that distract you from your higher purpose and calling and the ones that are causing you to leave money on the table right now. So to get started, just head to CourtneyElmer.com slash video where you can download the totally free five-part video series I've created for you to identify the three surprising mistakes you could be making right now that's holding you back from the influence and income you deserve. We have barely scratched the surface here today, and inside of this video series, I'm also going to reveal the three pillars your business foundation needs for long-term growth and success. So when you're ready to take the next step to creating more consistent revenue in your business, go watch those videos where I'll show you how to do that. And coming up soon here on the show, I've got an extra special episode for you where I'm going to show you why everyone is wrong about time management and why you don't need to know how to manage your time better in order to get everything done. We'll talk about how you can achieve more with less and find more time to do the things you love. And in the meantime, if you've ever got a question you'd like to ask me, I hang out on Instagram at Courtney Elmer underscore. I'm a real human. You can find me there and send me a DM. I always look forward to hearing from listeners like you, and I hope to see your name there in my DM soon. So go share the show with your friends. We'll see you right back here next time. And until then, go live your effortless life. Growing a business is hard work, but here at The Effortless Life, we believe it doesn't have to be. We're a company on a mission to help enhance the quality of life for busy entrepreneurs everywhere. One of our superpowers is helping entrepreneurs like you who feel overworked get the systems and support in place in your business so that you can finally start scaling your company and bring your vision to life. So if you're tired of working yourself to the max and winding up in the same place as you did last year with nothing ever really changing, then wouldn't you agree it's time to learn how to build a business you run, not one that runs you? You don't have to work as hard as you think you do in order to get the results you want. It all boils down to how clear your business plan is, how clear your strategy is to achieve it, and how clear you are on your role as the visionary leader of your company. If you aren't clear on these things, I want to help. When you head to CourtneyElmer.com slash CEO, you can find out the dates and times for my next live virtual workshop where I'm going to walk you through the structure and the systems you need to have in your business so you can get out from under all that busy work and be free to do the things that you are good at. Now, these are by invite only. So if getting out of stuck mode and gaining real traction is something you want to do this year, then make sure you're on the list at CourtneyElmer.com slash CEO.
As you might've heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop, where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. <laughs>